Tonight on Wet Belches Live, we're going to go down into a cobalt cave and we're going to find those cobalts. And then we're going to tie them up and we're going to punch them in the face. Wet belch in the face of evil. The cobalts try to like talk their way out of it and try to give them money like please we just want to be left alone and it's like the same basic thing every time but yes. like with various differences you know what i want to see with kobolds is i want to see like a saw situation with kobolds where they have created this horrific game <laughs> because that's what they do they make like traps yeah. and yeah. yeah stuff yeah that'd be awesome yeah especially if you didn't know it was kobolds the entire time like you just the players they wake up they're in like this horrible saw scenario they're like chopping off their own limbs and going through all this horrible yeah. thing and then they find out at the end it's just a gang of like three or four kobolds that did it all <laughs> i thought yeah, for a second i thought you were gonna say they wake up and they're in this horrible sauce <laughs> kobolds would probably do that as well horseradish yeah or the something. kobolds have magic to disguise their voices <laughs> yes. You'll yeah. You'll find a key inside her leg. They, they think it's a doll on a tricycle, but it's actually a kobold just dressed up as a doll. <laughs> Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and sparts, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Dion is ill. Yeah. He really wanted to be here. He was going to come. And we were like, if you're sick, you should get better. And yeah. so he's doing that. It was like he was kind of like a zombie. He was actually banging at our doors, like, you know, yeah. like scratching at it. Be like, let me in to play D&D. &D. <laughs> we've played, you know, enough zombie games to know better. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. we didn't let him in. And we found a cleric to turn him. He, he's yeah hopefully it worked otherwise he's out you know and we're having a zombie apocalypse i don't know in the last session we went to the demon zapper and we found a unicorn trapped in a bubble and the unicorn was named sparkles moon, yeah, moon color. color it was like a was it like a demon uh zapper it was a demon zapper demon zapper and moon color was trapped in this thing and we tried to get moon color out and then all of a sudden the guardian came out and that was a, what was it a dow a Dao, um, and uh, like a like a gin, uh, and then uh, they said the Dao said, "Well, if you want to get the unicorn out, you gotta free me from my contract with yeah. Zariel." With Zariel, yeah. And then so, how do we do that? Well, I don't know, but you gotta go talk to Red Ruth. She'll tell you more. So then we went and found Red Ruth. We fought some shambling mounds. Red Ruth said, "I need a bath." And so we said, we'll get you a bath at the Wandering Emporium. But, and it, But, like, she offered us something, right? Yeah, she gave us a potion of greater healing. Yeah, well, she, she said, okay, so what it is is she needs to use her divinatory powers to figure out how, to, how uh, the Tao can break from her pact that she made with Zariel. And the only, only way she'll do that is if you guys give her some soul coins. But since you don't have any soul coins, she said, well, I will do it for a favor. That favor is give me a bath and she divined where the bazaar would be right yeah yeah the so, wandering emporium so yeah. uh so then we started to head that direction and we ran into smiler the defiler yep. and he was peeing off of a cliff yeah. and uh we said hey we know about you because uh mad maggie. mad maggie told us about you and he said hey great uh and then he said you want to come with me i i can get you some soul coins you got to kill these three assholes who warlords warlords who harmed me and took my power away from me. 
basically. Yeah. Basically. And so we were like, yeah, because we need those soul coins. So we were like, what's the closest and the <clears throat> weakest one? And it happens to be the same. <laughs> what was the Princeps Covix? Uh-huh. Is the weak. We'll see. <laughs> right. Um, well, I actually did a little bit of thinking on that in the weeks uh, since. And I've decided to make a little amendment oh. to uh, the information that Smiler, the Defiler, gave you. Um, so he, uh, with, a, with a big grin on his face, tells you that he has been tracking uh, the one called Bitter Breath. Oh, Bitter Breath, sure. Yes, Bitter Breath. And the reason why Bitter Breath is a little bit easier than the other two to track is that Bitter Breath... Uh, his crew is mostly and entirely, except for him, made up of hobgoblins. Oh, fun. Yeah, whereas the other two crews, one of them is entirely fiends, all just devils. And the other one is a necromancer who has a crew of zombies and ghouls. And what's the one thing that hobgoblins have to do that demons and devils and undead don't? Uh, eat. Okay, what's, what's, what's one of the other things that they have to do, too? Drink water. Okay, but what's 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 the the third thing that would force them to stop and stay in one spot for a long period sleep. of sleep? Yes. Ah, <laughs> yeah. They have to sleep occasionally. Smiler has pinpointed the spot that he believes they are going to be spending the next few hours uh, resting, which gives you guys a great opportunity to sneak up on them. Cool. Well, we sneak up on them, we attack them and we win. And we get all those soul uh, coins. Uh, yeah. yeah. Guys, <laughs> that was tough. That was yeah. easy. That was awesome. Great <laughs> great time. All right, let's all roll right, some... Let's order some more yeah. pizza. Are we playing Mayhem? <laughs> <laughs> this is how D&D should be played. So uh, you guys uh, gather up your stuff uh, and you hoof it uh, towards where um, the... Did we sneak a long rest in here after we talked to... Uh... No. No, so we are no. unrested. You're unrested. Uh, you could do a short okay. rest if you would, if you would like, if you guys would benefit from that. Yes, I need to short rest. Short rest does virtually nothing for me ever. Well, I mean, aside from getting yeah. hit points from hit die. Oh, uh, right. That's, that's about all I can do. I have, a, I have to do a long rest to get more lay on hands. You guys have um, approximately 20 or so hours before you have to be at your destination. Can can we squeeze in a long rest and then go? You could. It Let's is, do it. We got to do it. We got to do a long time. rest. Squeeze it. Squeeze. Squeeze it. Squeeze it. Smiler says, all right, if you guys, if you guys uh, bed down for eight hours and, and get your rest, you could probably still make it to uh, where these guys are going to be camped out maybe an hour or so before they head out for the day. So you got you got a little bit of time, but it's going to be pushing it. Great. Well, let's push it. Let's push it real good. All right. So I have uh, leveled up Race the Roaster. I pulled up his character sheet. You guys should all be able to see it here. Four inspirations. Wow, this is going to be weird. I'm going to be like playing the game and DMing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But you you know, you had uh, some coffee and some shots. You're ready to go. You're so going to rock actually. It feel the shots already yeah sure. rocket it's kind of interesting so i'm gonna pull up the uh the new map for you guys here yeah it's about time i want to see Let's where we're get going. on with this map song of rest has he ever done song of rest for us i don't think so that only applies during short rests but yeah i guess he probably hasn't uh done that well, he's certainly not going to start now <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you if you guys ever short rest and and dion is there then you can uh or race is there 
then he heals you just an extra like d6 hit points or something if you spend hit dice all right so smiler the defiler uh hitches a ride with you guys on the gorgeous tormentor and the devil's ride he actually offers to uh give you guys one soul coin for each of your vehicles provided you pay him back those soul coins from the spoils that you get from this battle oh yeah deal Fair enough bargain who's notating this notating excuse me we just received three soul coins no you received two soul coins which were then immediately put in your vehicles <laughs> so that you could you can drive here okay who's not gonna notate this i'm not gonna notate it okay, done right. <laughs> moving right along move right along put loose and fancy free we're gonna go kill a hobgoblin you will see we need some freaking soul coins so we can flee. All right, so the sun never sets here in Avernus. In fact, the sun is a wildly incorrect concept to even use here in Avernus because there's just this prevailing sense of heat coming from above you. And when you look up, why won't the sun go down on me? Nobody will go down on you. You haven't bathed in weeks. You're a bugbear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, you reach the destination that uh, Smiler is kind of pointing you towards. Uh, and as you guys are about to pass between these two large, rocky outcroppings, he, he says, All right, guys, they're just beyond the pass. They're probably set up in a camp there. They got lookouts, though, so you better be sneaky. Unless you want to alert them all. I'm going to go hide in the back unless you guys want me to fight with you. Yeah, I don't think we want him to fight with us. I don't know anything about him. Could be a help, could be a hindrance. He could definitely be a help, but he could also be a hindrance, like you said. Um, he seems a little bit crazy. Okay. Um, but he also has lived, he survived by himself out here for a long time, and he used to be the uh, a warlord of a gang of dudes like this. So he must be somewhat strong in order to have done so that. So what's the best so. way to sneak up on this on, the, on a group of guys like this, since you have experience? Mm, well, what I usually do is run away and make deals with people to stay alive. Hmm. Right. I usually don't sneak up on big old gangs of violent uh, hobgoblins. But that's what you guys are here for. Do they have any secret entrances? Uh, well, if you, if you were able to climb or fly, you could maybe get around, you know, the sides or the back of their little encampment. Uh, if you zoom out on the map, actually, I provided a really nice look at uh, at how everything is laid out. So uh, Lulu takes off and starts flying around in the sky, and uh, she reports back, and she kind of explains to you guys that there are a number of lookouts. They're about 15 feet up on these giant boulders that are right outside of the uh, the area that they've sort of camped out on. So they have two lookouts there. They're just regular hobgoblins. And the there's also a couple other hobgoblins that are awake, as well as what appears to be some sort of captain or leader, um, but is not Bitter Breath, um, who is the actual warlord that you're looking for. He is uh, somewhere in the back. Uh, Bitter Breath is a horned devil, so he doesn't sleep. But he is uh, sitting in the back of the camp sort of... Um, scraping fungus from underneath his toenails. And, and is uh, he part of these 20 things that we can see here? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's the sort of large creature in the back here. Oh, okay. I thought that was a vehicle. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's if you if you see him on his vehicle, it's comical because he's so large. He like uses it almost like a surfboard. Okay. So yeah, you guys can go ahead and plan out this assault. You only have about uh one, two, three, four, five, six. Six guys that are awake. Everyone else is asleep. And these these large things, these are all vehicles. There's four of them. You could ride on in there on your vehicles. Mm-hmm. You could try to be a little bit sneaky, but you do know you do know that they have they outnumber you significantly, and their vehicles outnumber you. They have uh, a tormentor, much similar to your tormentor, and a devil's ride. But then they also have these two huge vehicles that are even larger than the tormentor, uh, called scavengers. Um, they look like they can carry even more individuals and they maybe aren't as offensively dangerous but they're pretty tough they got lots of armor it looks like very armored they're used to uh hauling around looted vehicles and they have like wrecking balls on them and stuff like that. so what what's behind them like off the map so off the map there's there's essentially just like a sheer cliff they've they've sort of made camp with their backs to a cliff they're at the bottom of it or the top they're at the bottom of it there's a big ass cliff above them i don't have no ranged attacks really so if i'm gonna do some fighting i gotta get up close or they gotta come to me i think we should try to steal their vehicles or something and then kill them with their own vehicles hmm i don't know how we get access to them maybe we should ask uh, what's his face interesting uh, idea the defiler defiler yeah how would you recommend breaking into and stealing their vehicles do you think they have car alarms oh well no i kind of doubt they have any car alarms uh, you probably if you were to get in there and be all sneaky you could probably steal them sure you said most of these are hobgoblins they're all hobgoblins except for the one guy bitter breath who's a horned devil he can't talk funny enough that's why they call him bitter breath he's cursed he's okay. cursed that all of his words turn to black smoke and all of his writing turns into ash. How does he communicate with this, with his gang? He mostly flicks them off and grunts. Okay. He slaps them with his big-ass tail. I'd vote for him. <laughs> uh, what would be the likelihood and the difficulty of, of getting to the top of that cliff without them noticing? Oh, you know, that cliff, uh, that's, probably, that's probably a no-go as far as uh, you're concerned. Imagine that that cliff is made of lava. <laughs> You know how you're good with that bow, so uh, yeah. you know picking them off from a distance probably going to be your best bet there. Yeah, there are. If you do want to get up to a high ground, there's uh, there's these other like big rocky, uh, like mountainous looking things over here and over here, and even over here. So what's the scale of this map? It is two scale, so each uh, sca- uh, each square is five feet. Okay, boy, that's a lot of hobgoblins. Yeah, but they're squishy, right? Like. Usually, maybe a little. Individual hobgoblins are usually pretty weak, yeah. So, uh, look, I got a, I got a bit of a plan. Uh, if uh, Glubjig is up on top of a cliff and he's firing his bow at these uh, folks, and uh, then they, they'll want to come and get him, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. You'd think so. And then if they come, we get them in this uh, choke point here where it's real narrow. Like, they're not going to go up and around or down and around. They can't. So... You get them in this choke point here. I can really chop them apart there. What do you got, to Bobby? I could uh, hit them with a wrench. Okay. <laughs> Is that what you usually do? I've never really fought with you before much. I mean, aside yeah. from the plants. That's what I usually do. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of uh, great options beyond that. I'm Race the Roaster, and I have invisibility. 
Are you okay, Race? You don't seem like yourself. I, I got a I got a frog in my throat or something. Okay. Is it playing a flute? <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> it is. The one thing that I can do is if they do decide to hop in their vehicles, I can shrink the wheels or one uh, <laughs> item on their vehicles and disable them. Shrink one wheel. <laughs> That's like right. Clown car. <laughs> well, Race, you, you even have greater invisibility, right? I do. But uh, invisibility, see, the thing is with, with invisibility is that uh, it lasts a long time. And I can cast it on multiple people. If I use a fourth level slot, I can cast it on one, two, three people. Three people can be visible while I concentrate on that. And what's the what is greater invisibility as opposed to invisibility? If you attack, then you stay invisible, but it only lasts a minute. I got it. Invisibility lasts for what uh, one hour or until you. Uh, Shit! So we're just gonna we're gonna all go invisible. The uh, Bobby or Race? Do you have any big like area effect spells? Slow. Slow is pretty good. It's uh, up to six creatures in a 40-foot cube, and it nerfs them pretty hard. Yeah, you got sleep, too. Sleep? Yeah, sleep maybe could be useful at this level, but probably not. Let's see, 5d8 total hit points? 5d8, that's still only, yeah, even on an awesome roll, you're still probably only going to take three of them out. Yeah, tops. I like slow because um, they can't use reactions. Then you can run in there... Well, if you're a melee fighter, you can run in there and chop, chop. If, if he casts sleep at fourth level, you can you do an additional 6d8. Fourth level sleep. So, yeah, 6d8 uh, plus, so that's 11d8, which is 9 times 5, 45. So that's 45. That's like 50 hit points. Okay, you guys, I have an idea. Yeah. We, I think we're thinking about this all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. need to draw some of them out of this place. We know that they'll get in those vehicles and come after us. If we drive up in our vehicles and say hi, they'll hop in their vehicles and come after us, right? I can't fight no vehicle. I'm not saying you, you, you would want to do that. What we'd want to do is get them to hop in their vehicles, chase us at a high speed. <laughs> then I shrink the shit out of their vehicle. They crash. Then we circle back around, come back to the camp, and take out whoever's left. Uh, hey, buddy, I don't want to throw a wrench in your plans there. I mean, because you're the one with the wrench, right? <laughs> but <anyways>. yep. uh, <laughs> they have four vehicles. Did you think about that? Well, um, can you can you wreck all four of their vehicles? I could wreck uh, like three of them. So, yeah, that, that, the plan doesn't really work out too well then, right? If you're hoping to wreck all their vehicles. Uh, don't you have shatter? Yes. What if you... Tried to shatter a big piece of the cliff above them. That would be fun. Yeah, you might be able to take out maybe six of them. Uh, over How does that work? You can, can you damage, like, rocks? Yeah, you damage objects with shatter. That's actually a, a good use of it. Um, just does sonic damage or thunder damage or whatever. That's kind of what shatter specializes in is breaking objects. Yeah. Um, and are they in a position? Well, it looks like some They're of them at the are of the cliff, in a, yeah. in, a, in a position where that could actually work. Totally. Okay, I like that idea. One of the problems with Shatter is it's insanely loud, but then, of course, so would be the subsequent mini avalanche <laughs> that happens, yeah. I think, okay, here's what we do, guys. We, we invisibilize into their camp. I'll shatter the rocks above most of them, and the rest of them we take out with a little ambush. Unless you want to try to get them to come over to this little gorge over here. Yeah, I want to there. try to get them to come over on foot, though. I don't want them to drive over. They'll run me over. Well, I don't think I can shatter from, like, a mile away. Hey, Glubjig, what if, uh, I bet they'd come over here on foot if there was only one hapless, uh... Bugbear? Well, no. Me. 
one hapless oh. paladin. I'd yeah. suggest race could, uh, you know, would be an even tastier morsel for these guys if they saw him alone wandering about. But I don't <laughs> want to suggest that because uh, that doesn't seem fair either. <laughs> yeah, Dion's not here, so you offer his character as bait. Uh, <laughs> I also have spike growth. That probably wouldn't do much if they got in their vehicles. but So I'm, I'm going to start using a deep voice for Dion so that I can I can differentiate him from Smiler. Yeah. I'm Race the Roaster now. Excellent. Yeah. No, real deep. Real fucking deep. Like a, a half like Some kind of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dion, Dion says get sensual. Get it's sensual, sensual, yes. And also, uh, somebody said that you need to say, hey, yo, bitch. Hey, yo, bitch. Uh, well, that, that's the sensual. Hey, Usually, though, if he's going to insult someone, he starts off like that. Hey, yo, bitch! <laughs> pretty close right yeah, that is it's a little higher pitch, it's the best i think it's the works. best you've done so far <laughs> <laughs> we're trying dn we're trying all right what well does does uh race have like disguise can he disguise one of us um he can mimic people Ooh. he has like acting feet so his persuasion and deception are both very high dn says i got greater mm-hmm. invisibility yep you got greater invisibility and regular invisibility. He's got a disguise kit, so he could disguise himself as something roughly his height and you know shape. Um, I, ha- I have the alter self spell. Greater invisibility mm. that he can do up to what three, four? Uh, if he uses a fourth level spell slot, he can do it to three people. Okay, what if he um, casts greater invisibility, hangs back, and then we three go in? Glubjig takes a position up on high ground so that they can't, like, get to him quickly. And then I position between me and me and Bobby position, like, one on either side of this cliff here. If I'm going to shatter, I got to get I got to get within 60 feet. I okay, could spider the- climb up here. Right. So I climb up there. I spider climb up there. I could shatter the shit above them, then climb back down and get back ready for the ambush. Oh, that's right. I can just climb right up that cliff. Yeah, you have a climbing speed, dude. Yeah. Also, Alter Self is really good because that spell makes you look like whatever you want. It's it's like better than a disguise. It actually turns you like into that. Thing. Right. It has limitations, but they're medium humanoids that are also goblinoids, and you are a goblinoid being a bugbear, so it's a very easy thing for Alter right. Self. Yeah. Yeah. How difficult does it look to actually just climb that cliff regular? Uh, it's certainly not easy for somebody not trained in climbing things. Yeah, it's going to be an athletics check. How tall is it? Uh, I will say about 50 feet. Dion's in the chat, and he's he's saying greater invisibility. The The last comment that he had, he said, I got greater invisibility. So I yeah. think that's a good option. It gets them close to us without them knowing they were there. Right? right. Just keeping my greater invisibility only lasts for a minute. Um, it's typically used when you are in the middle of a fight and you want to still contribute to the fight, but then also make yourself unable to be targeted easily. Okay. Dion says, don't forget rat! The rat guys! <laughs> <laughs> of course. Should we just send the rats in to kill them all? <laughs> that would do it. Arise, chicken! You send a swarm of rats in, and they all like ratatouille the sleeping hobgoblins. And all right, let's do something. Let's get this. Yes. Let's get this guy 
dead so we can get this money. Money. You guys are doing this for the money. We're going to get paid. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'll I'll take a look and see if um, if Smiler can contribute anything. Uh, Lulu also wants to know what her role is going to be in all this. She can hang back. Uh, yeah, back us up. Her her best thing is she of course has that AOE like blast, which she can do a couple times a day. But also she has an aura around her that protects protects you guys from magic. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a chance that there will be a magic user or two in this bunch. Perhaps my best position is at the top of the cliff. I agree. Yeah, I think you up there with your bow, do you get two attacks every turn? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be amazing. Which and cliff? The big one. Well, I was talking about the one behind them, but... Oh. Which is like sheer. There's no way they could get up there. Okay. But You'd have to get over there. As long there, as I don't sneak. shatter the area next to you. Yeah. Well, I mean... If you are here? detected, though, the jig's up. But, I mean, I could do it in, while I'm invisible. Yeah? Yeah, race can just cast a second level of invisibility on you, which will only cost a second level slot, and you can be invisible until you're ready to go. Do they have bows? Some of them have bows? Yep, they got long bows. And do the vehicles have uh, harpoons? Uh, yeah, many of them, almost all of them do. Okay. Actually, well, I mean, the scavengers do, these larger ones over on the side, the ones that you don't have. The Tormentor, you notice, doesn't have a harpoon launcher like yours does. It has some weird, like, uh, it kind of looks like a like a demon's mouth, like a cannon that has, that the end of it is like a demon or devil's mouth. Oh, fire probably. Um, yeah, something. Yeah, it's like open wide. Okay. Well, and, I, and I can always just fire and then back up so they can't see me, you know? Keep doing that. All right. So what? What? What's the deal? What's the plan then? Well, Race is going to cast invisibility on Glubjeg. Glubjeg is going to sneak over here, up here by the their cliff. Race is like, guys, I can cast invisibility on three of us, and that leaves one person to be the 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 bait. And so the three of us who are going to stay behind and and cause the ambush or whatever, spring the ambush, can all be invisible. For up to an hour. Okay. And then that one person who brings them all, you know, towards us, they won't be invisible, but they shouldn't be. All right. If that's the plan. That sounds like the plan. So, that, so I just want to say you're, you're you're essentially sacrificing, surprising a whole bunch of sleeping people to uh, sacrificing that because they're going to have to wake up and get in their vehicles and come chasing you. You're, so you're going to let them wake up, get ready, and then come and, and get you. For the chance to drop rocks on them here. And we, well, this is the only thing I'm worried about is like the whole plan is relying on them doing something that we expect they're going to do. Yeah. They, maybe they won't do that. You know, I don't know. The, the main benefit that uh, being up on the cliff is going to give you is, first of all, it's going to be much harder for them to get any sort of meaningful cover from you. Because you notice there are some like barricades and like rocks and stuff that they could hide behind, but you would ignore all that. And second of all, you would have cover, so plus two to your AC against all of their attacks. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a good position to be in if you can if you got the range for it. And then if race is going to stay back, he should just be ready to drive that vehicle potentially, and you know come and pick people up where, okay. that's where needed i would say yeah race can sit in the uh the tormentor and, and drive it up uh and just start casting spells out of it so the plan is going to go into action and smiler uh the defiler says that he is going to just do his own thing and uh you guys don't have to worry about him 
Uh, Dion so. says, let the rats drive! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We need to modify your, your harpoon launcher to be a rat launcher. Yes. That would be cool. Oh, that yes. would be good. Okay. So um, we are going to just kind of move some stuff into position here. I'm going to tuck the uh, the Tormentor out of sight here. Smiler has sort of moved up to be in position. Um, I, uh, the Devil's Roar will probably be back here, too, just in case someone needs to make a quick getaway. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So, um, Glub Jeg, where are you going? I'm going to kind of head down this way. So I'm I'm sneaking past them invisibly a little bit far away um, so I can get up the cliff without them noticing. Okay. I'm going to head up on that one cliff and try to uh, do a shatter. Okay. How are we going to time this? So are you going to fire at the same time I do? Or are you just going to wait for to hear the shatter and then you'll go? I, I say we do it at the same time because then I also get my surprise attack bonus. How are we going to communicate? So you guys are, yeah, uh, that's a good question. How will you communicate that stuff? I mean... I think do shatter first, and the second you see the, the shatter go off, then you do your thing. Yeah, it's super duper loud. So would I still yeah. get surprised? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Everybody right. would. They would all be surprised. Okay, sounds good. The only ones who might not be surprised are lookouts, and but they wouldn't be. It would. They're that's not gonna all going to depend. That direction. On, yeah, that'll depend on if they pass a perception check mm-hmm. to like hear him casting the spell or hear you guys climbing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to be very far away and have disadvantage on that. So, um. Yeah. All right. Here's so, another question. Do I focus on the leader or pick off the hobgoblins? Pick off the hobgoblins. Okay. Yeah. The leader's going to be what the leader's going to be. <laughs> I like that attitude. I like it. Okay. So uh, move your guys's into your positions as you're, uh, if you guys are about to climb up something, uh, let me know. And I'm going to have you make some checks there. First of all, an athletics check to see if you, do it without having any problems and then a stealth check to see if you do it silently. Okay. And if I like, do we need to make checks if I'm going down here to get up the cliff? Uh, at any, any place that you're climbing it up, there's going to be, uh, difficulties. Okay. Even though I have a natural climb speed. So having a natural climb speed, um, means that you, I don't think that you have to make checks if you have a natural climb speed. That's what I'm thinking. If it's something that you can, theoretically climb up yeah so yeah you automatically pass your athletics checks because you have a natural climb also speed. not slowed by difficult terrain yeah so Glubjag just uh he's he's like uh tom cruise in a mission impossible movie just unrealistically flying up the these weird <laughs> angled oh he just broke rocks. his ankle okay <laughs> <laughs> uh except there's not you know 40 million dollars waiting for you at the top right the cliff um, all right, so uh, Glubjeg makes it into position, and uh, Debobby, you sort of like watch him agilely, effortless, effortlessly climbing up this uh, rock, and then you look at your rock, and it's just like one of the most intimidating things you've ever seen. Luckily, I have spider climb. Then you remember that you have spider climb, <laughs> cast that, and then just walk up the cliff without any problems. Like it's not a thing. And I remember that I got a little piece of beef jerky in my pocket. I eat that. <laughs> And you're just you're just walking out into the desert, right? Yep. Okay. You're just gonna you walk try out. Try to do it stealthily. Only gonna 
Of course. I'm invisible too, right? You Is are that... invisible. Okay. Yep. All right. So those of you who have uh, invisibility, which I think all three of you do, have advantage on this check. Um, this is countered by your heavy armor, which yep, gives you it pops up there. Okay, I got a 16. Nice. Well, I thought I rolled it. Oof. Heavy armor. Oh, the attribute is... Heavy armor. Attributes Whoa. dexterity, right? My heavy armor is yes. not supposed to affect myself, I thought. Because uh, it's not really heavy. 25. It's not going to make much of a difference because it's a difference between a seven and a nine, but right. it was still. Let's take a look at Aaron's special rule. Yeah. How many special My rules? My special rule. You do have lucky. Don't forget about that. I know that I do, and I'll be using it. Um, that resets after long rests, right? Uh, yes. 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 Good. I'm not seeing it in your rules here. Well, Engines. we're just going to reroll. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. So you just roll. Uh, one additional d20. Alrighty then. Oh, don't press, don't press stealth. You can do that. We'll just take the first number though. Okay. So Even worse, fuck. Aaron. You got a six. Yes. Okay. Well, he gets to pick whatever the highest number is. So it's looking like you guys got a 25 or a 26 actually, 16 and a seven. Um. All right. And so, uh, Bobby. You're uh you're climbing up even with your spider climb. You're feeling a little bit too extra confident about this. And as you're climbing up, one uh, like a rock just sort of slips out from underneath your feet, and it doesn't throw you off at all. But you just hear it going like, as it sort of like <laughs> gathers in speed and knocks a bunch of other scatting rocks down. Um, and you sort of wince as you sort of hope that the hobgoblins don't hear that. Um, so I'm going to now give the hobgoblins a, a check to see if they hear that. If you guys had all passed your stealth checks, then they wouldn't have had any. Yeah. Do you hear that, Aaron? If we all would have passed our stealth checks, we wouldn't have this problem. (laughs) So they're going to have to roll pretty, pretty well here in order for this to actually matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be, there's five of them. They all have a plus zero and they have disadvantage on this check because they can't see you. They just hear things. So even if they were to look over there, they wouldn't see anything unusual. Yeah. Cause I'm invisible. Uh, all right. So I'm just going to make five rolls here with disadvantage and their DC is 10 and a uh, half of them or more have to pass. Okay. Sounds like a lot of math that you're asking me to do in my head that I didn't do. You don't have to worry about okay. it. Oh, okay. Okay. So shit. two. So far we have two passes. If we get one more pass, then they will have noticed. Fail. Fail. Last one. God damn it. No, no, no. They have a disadvantage. That is a fail. Oh, oh Jesus. Uh-huh. Just barely with a 20 and a 9. Whew. All right. So... Uh, one of them, the clo- probably the closest uh, lookout, uh, looks over in your direction to Bobby as you are. You hold perfectly still, even though you're invisible. Uh, and he kind of like you could see him sort of squint his eyes and look look to go pick up his uh, his bow, but he sort of just says, "Ah, fuck it," in Goblin, and then sits I, back down. <laughs> I invisibly flick him off. Whew! <laughs> <laughs> All right, close one. So currently, you are overlooking. A bunch of sleeping goblin or hobgoblins, 
um, that are, many of them are on the vehicle, uh, sleeping on the vehicle or like right underneath it to try and protect themselves from the elements. Um, <laughs> and the cliff from falling on top of them, which it's about to do. Yeah, they're, they're not worried at all about the cliff. Um, okay, and so uh, Glubjeg, you are, where are you exactly? Well, I want to be wherever it's toughest for them to get to me. Uh, over here would be even tougher because then they would have to cross an open field. What's the range on your uh, weapon? Uh, I, I have that ability now where it's like 600 feet, I think. Yeah, so you could, you could be really far away from them. Right. Um, I mean, my, my, my whole plan was to be, you know, on top of the sheer cliff, so there's just no way. But <laughs> if that's when, not possible, then... When Brad fires an arrow, it's like that bullet in that corn video. Who knows what I'm talking about? I don't. Sorry. God damn it. What is wrong with you people? Are you talking about the JFK assassination? No. That's okay. what I thought first. No. Who mm. remembers the corn video where the bullet go just keeps going for the whole video through all kinds of stuff? It's huh. a really cool video. I don't recall that. Is it Freak on a Leash? Yeah, thank you, God of Gravity. So, I knew that you guys would know. None of these losers This know, is where I thought you were going to be, Brad, was yeah. over here on this thing so that they'd have to come get you. Okay. <clears throat> and you might be able to get some cover just by ducking down behind a boulder or something to get some cover if yeah. the DM is yeah. nice. Yeah, up on the uh, the high ground. Anybody up on these cliffs is going to have plus two of their AC. Well, it's not, it's not quite what I was expecting, but I, I can do that. Um What's this thing over here? Is this a guard tower or something? That is a uh, a, a tent. We'll call oh, it a gotcha. tent. Yeah, it's a tent for um for the big guy, bitter breath. Okay, well I'll be I'll be up here then. New bitter breath gum for people who don't want to be on a date. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So you have uh, gotten into your positions without alerting any of the lookouts. Oh, it was close though. Yeah, it was close. Um, and so now, whenever you are ready, we can roll initiative and you'll have your surprise round. I am ready. I am ready. I am ready. Well then, roll initiative! Let's do this! Oh my god, Odd. I feel like it's the first time I've ever gone into battle before. Dion, send us good vibes, man. Thank oh, you, Dion. I have to roll a lot of initiatives. Give me a minute. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, that's a big uh, that's a big old initiative right there. That hobgoblin what? there. Oh, another one got it. Yeah, he got a big one there, didn't he? Oh, my goodness. He got a couple of big uh, initiatives. Those are just regular-ass hobgoblins. Who gives a shit? Yeah, who gives a shit? They have names. Yeah, they're real, like, don't de-hobgoblinize them. Only two of them beat me. I'm just hoping that you guys will kill a lot of them quickly. Well, let's talk <laughs> about corn again. Yeah. So I don't hate corn, but yeah, they are kind of a silly band. But nonetheless, I listened to their music a little bit in the nineties. Oh, Lulu, because it was fun. All right, so well, I wouldn't say it was good. But it was fun. Smiler got the highest initiative, amazingly. Well, okay. Smiler is a defiler. The first to be defiler tonight. <laughs> so it, it was almost like he was uh, waiting, just ready, itching to go. Because as soon as you utter the very first syllable of your shatter spell, Dababi. Smiler just takes off, just running through the sand directly at the hobgoblin, screaming at the top of his lungs. Uh, but it doesn't ruin the surprise because you were all literally about to fire at that exact Was moment. Lulu like, hold on a second, I got a poo-poo <laughs> behind this rock. And she's like in the middle of a poop. And she then... was literally telling him a story, uh, <laughs> and he had just got so bored of it that he just fled. 
10, 15, 20. Well, I guess I better take this silver glaive off my list. Oh! oh right at the start of the battle! I'm here with your ridiculous pizzas, you son of a bitch. Well, I'm about to go now. Um, uh, Smiler is taking his turn. He has a spell that has a 90-foot range. Let's see if he can uh, get anybody with the spell right now or if he's just going to end up moving a little closer. Basically, he is casting a spell right here because that point is within 90 feet, and it has a 10-foot radius, which is going to affect this guy and that guy. And that spell is called Confusion. Mm. Yeah. So he runs up and yells, Kablooey! Zabababibingba! And, um... This uh, uh, the the sounds that he makes assaults and twists the minds of these goblins as uh, it tur- they look around and they see nothing but enemies surrounded by nothing but enemies, including their own bodies. Now they do get to make saves against it. So here's the hobgoblin save, big old fail. And then the hobgoblin captain this is the one who really you don't want to pass. He gets a natural one. All right. Good job, Smiler Defiler. Next up is going to be a, a Hobgoblin who is asleep, then a Hobgoblin who is asleep, and then Race. Am I just, I'm just playing this game by myself. <laughs> Races, yeah, he's just concentrating. I don't think he was, would is supposed to do anything at this point, right? In your big old plan. Yeah, he's, I think he was just. Yeah, he'll he'll uh he'll end up driving the Tormentor up. Um, but for now, he's just going to keep concentrating. All right. Then a hobgoblin who is asleep. Then Glubjack, your turn, buddy. I'm going to use my force damage power as well as my surprise attack. I guess I'll go for this lookout over here. Lookout. Okay. Morning shaft. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right, what are you doing? What's happening? I'm blowing my nose. No. <laughs> In the game. Glubjack blows Do his nose. Do something, Glubjack. What are you doing? Tell us. You shut up. I already <laughs> said what I'm doing. He's shooting a bow. He's shooting morning shaft at the bow. Morning shaft <clears throat> with advantage due to nice. being invisible and being surprised. Uh, that is definitely a hit. And you get your extra bugbear sneak damage as well. Here's the force, extra force damage. Okay. And 2d6. All right. That is so much damage. Radiant doesn't count, I don't believe. You're going to kill him instantly. Uh, So no Radiant, but that's still 20 damage. And that's to this uh, Hobgoblin Lookout? That's correct. All right. That Hobgoblin Lookout is instantly slain. Oh, nice. Bam, boom. Boom. Well, then I'll do the other Hobgoblin Lookout. Okay. Pow, 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 pow. Uh, this attack does not have advantage, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> you hit. 23. Nice job. For nice five. Run. Pow. Five pow, points pow. of damage. Um, and is that the confused one or this other one that was? This one, isn't it? This, this one? one. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, get that guy because he might be a threat to me. Uh, he gets hit in the shoulder. It's more of a glancing blow, but uh, that begins to alert him as he realizes that he is under attack. Are you doing anything else, Glubby? I'll just stay where I am. Okay. We got the Hobgoblin Warlord who uh, is surprised and Ooh, asleep. A warlord there. Then this Hobgoblin sleep. All the sleeping ones rolled the highest initiatives. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 
da Bobby. That means that they're gonna, you know, they're gonna get to have their dreams uh, first before we do. Oh, that's nice. You know, what do hobgoblins dream about, Emery? You really don't want to know. No, hobgoblins are D and D equivalent of like Nazis. They're lawful evil. Yeah, but don't they have, have slaves, genocide people? Like, yeah, but that doesn't mean their dreams are about that. Maybe they dream about nice things. Maybe <laughs> they dream. Maybe they're like have scary dreams. They have nothing scared. but nightmares about freedom and equality. <laughs> <laughs> And it's people true. loving each other. It's true. I've been around people having choices. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, it's time to blow up the cliff. Okay. Blow it. Bloop. I want to blow up. Um, I can't really see the cliff, so <clears throat> you know. I assumed Bobby can see it and knows where to. What would do the best amount of damage? Yeah. Um. So the range on your shatter is what, like sixty feet? That's right. Okay. So you're able to shatter, you know, part way up the cliff. Yep. Um. And. From where you're at, yeah, you're going to be able to do about... So it's about 45 feet to the cliff. Right. And then... I want to get up towards them like, sleeping ones. They're all sleeping, for sure. All these ones over here. So I would say, if you wanted to target the... Well, I can move. I mean, I, can, I got spider climb. I can move a couple feet. Yeah. And... Actually, you're 50 feet up, so it's really not a problem. But um, which which of these major groups do you want to hit? The the northern group or the southern group? Yeah, the northern group, because it looks like I can hit at least four or five of them right there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's no problem. So you shatter, and you are already 50 feet up. So you hit the cliff 50 feet above their heads, um, right on the edge. Um, go ahead and roll the damage of the shatter. It's not going to apply to any of the hobgoblins, but it's going to apply to the rocks. And the more damage you do, the more rocks you're going to. Okay, I'm um, going to roll the damage for the shatter. Let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get rocked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kablooey. Oh, 23 damage. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, I was I was setting the threshold for every 10 points of damage you did was going to essentially give me another fistful of dice. And I didn't expect you to get up to 20, but I thought there was a possibility you could roll below 10, in which case your shatter was too terrible to even do anything. But, no, you got probably the best possible result, over 20 damage. So rocks are going to fall on them, and it was going to be 5d6 damage per... 10 damage that you did. Yeah. So that's 10 D6. Oh my God. They're Big so rocks. toast. The pizza made my nose run for some reason. Yeah, me too, a little bit, actually. 30 points of damage. <laughs> okay, so uh, the shatter rings out over the valley, uh, instantly waking anyone who was sleeping. Um,. But many of the sleeping hobgoblins don't have much of a chance to awaken from their nightmares of children singing and uh, people making cakes and sharing them with each other uh, before they are crushed by just an avalanche of boulders, uh, killing one, two, three, four, five, six (laughs) hobgoblins and severely damaging uh, the um, vehicle that they were sleeping on top of and around. So this scavenger is uh disabled well done i'm just gonna put a little x uh yeah that big old x there and then all these hobgoblins next to it are dead (laughs) 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 after uh all the rocks fall and the sound kind of comes to a complete stop i say Rock slide, motherfuckers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give away my position. Of course. Well, I mean, yeah. 
you become visible as you after you cast the spell. By the way. Oh, unfortunate. Yeah, uh, Glubjag is now visible as well because he attacked. What are the conditions that it invisibility ends? Uh, spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. Got it. Yeah. So you can't even like heal people while invisible. Elder uh-huh. Ground says, "Great success." Yeah, baby. My wife. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then it goes to a hobgoblin. Oh, this is one of the uh, awake ones, but he is still surprised because it's a surprise round, so he can't act. Um, Reginald Hamstone, your turn. Okay. I'm going to move right up here. Yell at this guy here. Hey, come here a second. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he can't see you what's that he can't see you that's though, why right? i'm yelling it okay hey come okay. here a second i just want to talk to you okay let's make a deal and i'm holding my action so that when he moves into my 10 foot range he's going to i'm going to get an attack of opportunity on him and also i'm going to attack him okay all right, so, yes, let's... Uh, Actually, I might not do the attack of opportunity. I might save that as a reaction for somebody else. He doesn't get gotcha. to do anything this round. It's a surprise round. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I don't want to waste that then. It is All a right. free turn for you. Okay, so I'm just going to run right up on him then. Okay. Um, that's going to be difficult terrain on that uh, last square that you're okay. kind of running up a slope, but okay. uh, sure. th- you should probably still be able to. Well, move. Reginald Hamstone huffs and puffs and makes his way up that And blows terrain. the house down. <laughs> and uh, he's going to swing Darlene. All right, you have advantage because you're invisible. Yeah, nice. And the uh, polearm bonus, butt end smash. Butt end smash. B- blows the hob down. All right, so that's 13 damage total. If the 15 hits. Right, if the 15 hits. Because that one didn't have an advantage. Let's take a look. These guys are rocking a long sword and a long bow. They have, unfortunately, chain mail. Okay, um, so just outside of that. <clears throat> yeah, I would I would say that when they're on lookout, they probably don't have their shields. Um, so, But they're still Got rocking it. an AC okay. too high for you. Uh, so that's, the, uh, that's my first attack then. Okay. And then, of course, I get the second attack. Uh, oh, wait. This guy had already been hit by Glubjag, so that five. seven damage yeah. kills him. Okay. Yeah. I want to, like, put the glaive right through him then, if I can call my shot after the fact. <laughs> sir, sir, would you mind if I put my glaive right through? Yeah, I'm gonna there we go. just put it right in there. <laughs> oh, there you go. That feels good to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could see the surprise in the Hobgoblin's eyes as, like, you materialize in front of him from being invisible to all of a sudden now there's a glaive all the way through his body. Oh, it's all dirty. He gurgles and spits his black goblin blood and uh, expires. Uh, all right. Anything with a bonus action or anything? Uh, nope. Just going to hang out right there. Okay. Then it is more surprise top goblins. Look um, at them all being surprised. Many of them are waking up. Happy birthday. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Finally gets to Lulu. Lulu doesn't think you guys need her help at the moment, and she has been nearly killed in several battles, so she's going to hang back. And then it's back up to the top with Smiler. So we're in a regular round, so all the Hobgoblins are going to get their turns and shit. Oh, boy. Okay. Smiler is going to... Uh... Cue the music. Uh, Smiler starts shouting, saying, Yeah, that's right! 
You guys are gonna die now. I'm here and I got some friends. We're gonna kill all of you and steal your goods. Ooh, how's it feel? Uh, he's rushing with a short sword in hand. And oh, he can teleport as a bonus action. Woo. I feel like he's watched some GSP videos. <laughs> See, he seems like he knows what he's doing. Oh, he's still going to have to like sprint in order to make it up there. I mean, the so. best part about me killing like five or six hobgoblins is now there's less work for Emery to do. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Thank yeah, you so you're much. welcome. You're very welcome. All Anytime. right. So the hobgoblins that were around the other scavenger that is, isn't uh, destroyed. Uh, they all start to wake up, and one of them just immediately hops in to the uh, the driver's seat. He actually was one of the ones sleeping in the uh, the, the uh, scavenger. Throws off his blanket and then just begins to try to turn on the I vehicle. Wait. I can't wait for him to start that vehicle up and try to drive it. This one also does that. Race. Uh, hearing that the shatter has gone off, he uh, flips the engine on on the uh, Tormentor. And begins to drive it up as well. Uh, Arden says, how much to spawn in horses? That's 25 cents. That'd be really funny if we allowed that. All right. So he drives the Tormentor up between uh, the the pass uh, and sort of parks it here where he can kind of see better what's happening. That did require him, though, to do his, uh, his standard action to turn on the vehicle and then his action to drive it. So then it goes to... Is he going to rev the engine and be like, flee and back to the future? It's green light. No thanks. What's the matter? Chicken? <laughs> are you talking about the... What movie are you talking back about? Back to the Future. It's back to the Future. Yeah. When Flea oh. pulls up in like a monster truck and like says stuff. I don't remember what he says. What I, was the, I just the remember movie, he was there. You remember the movie, the, the Ch- I think it's called The Chase? Henry Rollins and uh, Charlie Sheen. And I think Flea is driving a monster truck in that one, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think if I remember correctly. When I yeah. give the order, you ram them hard into the guardrail, Dale. That'll stop them. Come on, lawyer. I know you are, Dale. As soon as Race has a Don't free action, the he'll summon some rats. Uh. All right, Glubby, your turn. Back to me. Well, I'm not going to shoot those confused guys because they might help us out. I'll go for this guy. Go for it. Ooh, nice. All right. Morning shaft glistens in the uh, the Teletubby baby faced sunlight uh, as you let loose another arrow that hits for six piercing damage. Are you doing your uh, extra force? I am nine piercing. Okay, so that's a it's a pretty solid shot, but the dude seems to be just barely hanging in there. Well, I'll shoot him again then. All right. Can't you Legolas this shit and like shoot five of them at once? Sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. This one, uh, he manages to sort of turn and duck at the right moment, and it clatters harmlessly to the ground behind him. Actually, I I swapped out um, hail of arrows or hail of thorns. I should have oh, maybe kept. Yeah, it. you should do hail of arrows. Hmm. That'd be awesome. I don't have it anymore though. Well, do you guys shit. know that Dunedain can just will themselves to to be, to be dead? What? Really? Yep. It's true. Anyone can I just wouldn't, will themselves to I wouldn't lie. No, they can just will themselves. They can just be like, I'm 210 years old now. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> they just decide. I'm diminishing. So the Hobgoblin captain and the Hobgoblin, while they were confused during the surprise round, actually should have had a chance to end the confusion, which I don't know. That's a little weird because they were, they were not even taking a turn. So I'm just going to say I'm going to ignore that. 
and have them start making those saves at the end of the turns they actually take. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are you done, Glubby? I am. Okay. That's my new nickname for you, by the way. Glubby. My sweet, sweet Glubby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teleglubby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, Glubjag, you can see this due to your uh, very high position. Um, and in fact, I think all, all of you guys can see this. Uh, way in the back here, there's a uh, what appears to be a hobgoblin, um, like chieftain or, or warlord, somebody pretty tough, uh, who was asleep in his the seat of his uh, devil's ride, his motorcycle. And um, he uh, starts revving the engine on the devil's ride and uh, spends his action to turn it on. And then it peels away... Uh, uh, towards you guys, but it gets a little bit caught in the traffic jam that we have here right at the entrance. Uh, but you can see him starting to bark orders in Goblin, uh, telling them to wake up, get in your vehicles. We got to squash some pitiful. What are they? What What is that? A bugbear? A human? What the? You're the only one probably who can understand this. Mm-hmm. Uh, then to Bobby, your turn. <clears throat> okay. Does it look like, uh, all those orcs are kind of about to climb in that vehicle? Hobgoblins, you mean? I mean, hobgoblins. <clears throat> Sorry, is that <laughs> offensive? Uh, yeah. Extremely <laughs> offensive. Um, I mean, yes, it does look like all of the hobgoblins. I started thinking about Lord of the Rings. All, all, the, all the pixies. But... You would not be surprised if they all start getting into that vehicle that two of them have already gotten into. <laughs> Great White Spark said Hobbly Goblinson. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they're not in it yet, huh? Um, Kind of. They're, uh, like, going to get into it? Yeah, I, I would say you could treat them as all being inside of it for, for this purpose. Hmm. They're either in it right now or right next to it, around it. I'm trying to decide when to miniaturize part of it. <laughs> I feel like now would probably be fine because he isn't going to know probably, right? And he'll start driving. Probably. Unless you miniaturize a very visible part of it, like the, the wrecking ball that's hanging off it or something. <clears throat> yeah, I give it a tiny wrecking ball. <laughs> Actually, what would be funny is if I just enlarged the tire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, if you enlarge something, like, inside of it, it would break yeah, like everything. the driver's right? seat? Yeah. Well, so en- enlarging never uh, damages things around it. If, 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 For example, if you were to cast uh, enlarge on yourself and you were in, like, a little room, you would oh, yeah. become big up to the point where you couldn't become big anymore, then you'd stop. If you enlarged the wrecking ball, would it just hit the <laughs> ground? Like, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Oh, it does make it weigh like three times as much. They'd just detach it. They'd probably just break yeah. the chain or something. Yeah, they'd just cut it, cut it free. All right, we're going to... Um, Shrink the drive shaft. I'm tempted to... Well, do I do I think that the vehicle, if it starts driving, would get too far away for me to hit it with my spell? What's the range of your spell? Only a 30-foot range. Well, I mean, yeah, you know that the harpoon launchers have a much bigger range than that. But if it tried to use its wrecking ball, it would definitely be within range of you. Um, I'll tell you exactly what it has on it, just so you are. Yeah, what is the deal clear. with that wrecking ball? Because is that something it could, they could still use even if the vehicle's disabled? Oh, apparently it doesn't have a wrecking ball. It's got a grappling claw. My bad. Oh, it doesn't. Um, have, okay, good. 
So this uh, claw is mostly used to pick up like vehicles and scrap, but it can definitely be used to uh, grab onto someone. It looks like we do a lot of damage if it hit you, but it has a pretty short reach, only about 15 feet. Um, it does have two harpoon launchers, though. Those have a range of like 120 feet. Um, All right. Is okay. the is the the driver in like a, a an enclosed space or a cabin? So or something? this one, the helm has three quarters cover, which means that you can actually there's like slits that you can see through, but it's almost like arrow slits. Like it's it's very close to being covered, but not fully covered. But they have like I think a plus five to their AC when they're okay. driving. I was otherwise I was thinking if you could see it, you should enlarge the steering wheel. It's just like push him up against the wall. <laughs> I bet he he might still be able to drive it. Yeah. All right, I'm just gonna hit the. Um, all right, well, first of all, I guess I could I can do it first and then I'll move back. Okay, like, kind of behind the rock. Sure, because I've got the ability to do that. So, um, right, let's reduce. What is uh, the deal with the wheels? Like, what can I see regarding the wheels? Anything? Oh, dude. Uh, okay, so you are going to have to... You have a th only a 30-foot range. Right. Um, so you I are have to go down. currently 50 feet up. You are going to have to go down a bit. <clears throat> so you're going to have to get closer over to uh, well, Hamstone because he's on the like lower, only only uh, 15 feet high section. All right, well, how many feet am I? You're 50 feet up. Right. Can I just climb halfway down? Yeah, with, with spider climb. Yeah, yes. and then climb back up again. What's uh, my movement rate total? So I need to go twenty feet basically. Yeah. Let's see and what then the spider climb says. Spider climb just says you treat everything like you're walking or whatever. I I can guarantee you that's not what it says. It does. <laughs> no. Yeah. It says it's just like you're walking around like everything's normal. Okay, uh, one will encourage you to move up, down, and across vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings while leaving its hands free. They also gain a climbing speed equal to their walking speed. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so that means that, yeah, you can... Uh, you, don't, you don't ignore difficult terrain, but you can walk on walls and ceilings, vertical surfaces, and you have the climbing speed. So... Climbing, you're still going to be... It's still going to count as difficult terrain for you. It doesn't for him because he ignores difficult terrain. Um, but you are your movement speed is halved while you're climbing. You just so, don't have to make checks. So what is it? So you can move 15 feet without having to make any checks uh, along any sort of climbing surface that is possible to climb. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Because um, if I climb down 15 feet, will that be... That still won't be close enough, will it? Uh, correct. Uh, well, 15 feet, and then the thing itself is pretty tall. So I'll say if you go down 15 feet, you could you could, uh, you could cast a spell on the vehicle itself. Okay. Because so, it would be. Cause, and what I want to do is I actually want to move, if this works, I want to move right there, climb down that, and then cast it around the edge. Right there? Sure. Yep. Climb down and then cast it, like, right on the, the tip of it or something. Yeah, I'm just trying to hit, like, miniaturize, you know, something in the front. Ideally, okay. it would be, like, the the axles. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. You'll just be sort of, like, hanging precariously on the side of the cliff about 35 feet in the air. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so if I get hit, I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you just fall to safety. Right. 
All right. So uh, you do that and you cast your spell uh, targeting um, some uh, part of the drive shaft or uh, wheels. You're hoping to cripple its movement. That's right. trying to do? Yeah. Okay. Shrink the shit out of the front uh, wheel axle. All right. And now does this spell not allow saves or something for... Uh, If the target is unwilling, it can make a constitution saving throw. But I think when it's... When it's an object, that's the thing. Object, there's no saving throw. If it's an object, that means it's willing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think objects don't get any save against this. No way. Uh, Okay, so it begins to uh, the vehicle as it's beginning to turn on. uh, You hear some very strange sounds coming from it. Metal grinding on metal and smoke begins to billow out from the front part of it. Uh, you can see it beginning to lurch forward, but you seem to have crippled it pretty severely as far as its movement capabilities. Um, it only moves at half speed now, and it has disadvantage on any um, like checks that it has to uh, make, like saves or whatever that it has to do that rely on piloting. So it's going to be very, very bad at doing tricks or uh, avoiding obstacles while this is going on. All right, sound good? Yep. Hey, this is the one that is almost dead. Um, he is going to charge out 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Just barely can't get close enough to Smiler, the Defiler. Um, so he will uh, ready in action. Then it goes to Reginald. Reginald. So it's 30 feet to right there, right? Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to misty step to it onto Ooh. the vehicle. Oh. Yeah. And I'm going to attack this doofus right there. So you are on the vehicle now? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you land on the hood, teleporting out of thin air. It's like a James Bond move. <laughs> Fighting on top of a train. Okay, got it. All right. So that guy that you're targeting that. is not the driver. Um, That's it, okay. This guy was, I'm pretty sure. Well, I can reach him, so I'll hit him. That's true. The driver has three quarters cover. Okay. Um, the regular guy only has half cover. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And you also have half cover if half you're cover. on the vehicle itself. Okay. Do you have half cover from people who are also on the vehicle then? You know what's funny about half cover? What? Like I'm okay if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm half covered, like waist down. But if I wake up at night and my and the sheet's moved, and my upper half is covered, but the lower half isn't. That yeah. just makes me enraged. <laughs> just pisses me off. Actually, I don't think anybody has cover on this vehicle except for the person at the helm. So, okay. No I cover. Hate, I hate either way. Really? Yeah. You got to be fully covered? Yep. Like a goddamn butterfly? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Precious butterfly? <laughs> that way every morning he can awaken from All his right. cocoon. Reborn. I swing my glaive. Very nice. All right, so were you swinging at the driver or swinging at the... At the at the guy that I'm yeah. next to, okay. since the driver has cover. All right, yeah, that uh, glaive, uh, how do you describe it? It kills him. Yeah, I chop him right in half. <laughs> Long ways. <laughs> yeah, short yeah, sure. No, the short way. Just through <laughs> the middle, like, uh, you know, like a cutting a banana. Awesome. Not for a banana split, but like you only want a half a banana... You're not going to cut a whole banana a long way. You're going to peel it halfway down and cut it in half that way. So that's what I do with that attack. 
And then uh, I can see this guy over here. Yep, that guy is uh, actually still prone. He hasn't had a turn yet, so you can oh. have advantage on this attack against him. Oh, absolutely. I'm just going to re-swing down there with this uh, darling. Get this one. I think you should write a book, The Hamstone Philosophy. There you go. <laughs> That's a hit. All right, so after chopping one hobgoblin in half, you swiftly uh, spin the glaive around and smack another uh, just just woken up hobgoblin in the face knocking several of his teeth loose from his jaw uh he spits blood up onto you or you're already covered in hobgoblin blood at this point it's gross uh all right doing anything else let's see my bonus action was to get over there and then i had the two attacks uh well i'll have to make appointments for baths so yeah no that's it that's all i got all right then we got a hobgoblin over here this one is going to hop into this vehicle. Mm. Turn that on. This one, ooh, this one gets in, gets on the harpoon launcher, and is going to actually be able to use it this turn. So, who to harpoon? Well, Smiler's right there. Who to harpoon? Um, <laughs> but let's see. You know what I need to buy is like some magical arrows with effects. Like exploding arrows and fire arrows. Well, what about the uh, Icker? What about the Icker? Icker? Yeah. The what? The demon Icker, that has... Uh, that has effects. It would take oh, yeah. you a turn probably to apply it to an arrow. We should have done that before. Yeah, we, we should have done that before. That's a, not a bad idea. Next time. All right. Um, so <laughs> he's got a few targets. I think maybe Smiler would be the most appropriate one who is charging. But then again, he does have range. Yeah, he's going to try taking out uh, Bobby. You're you're looking like a good target there. Yeah, good luck, sucker. Dangling off the side of a cliff. Fuck you. Uh, so the Tormentor has its own attack roll here, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Harpoon Flinger, yeah, here we go. That is a miss. Thirteen. <laughs> yeah, no chance. Okay. It's only got ten harpoons left. <laughs> yeah, not Thank for you. long. Okay, this is a confused Hobgoblin. Let's see what he does. Ooh, Ooh. fun. He orders a pizza with nothing but breakfast sausage and no sauce or cheese. Oh, so confused. Uh, okay, somebody roll a d10 for me, please. Here we go. Heap of meat. Mm, a two. two. A two, a two, a two. The creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. So He's just like, oh. He's still, like, sleepy. Maybe he thinks he's dreaming. Yes. He's like, ooh, finally a good dream with violence and action <laughs> in it. Okay, well, at the end of his turn, he gets another wisdom save to wake up, snap out of it, and he passes. So what an get... ass. Well, it took him out of the fight for one round, so a little marker from him. Then it goes to a hobgoblin capitan over here. Okay, so uh, noticing that you are on the uh, vehicle, uh, one of the larger hobgoblins hops to his feet, uh, hops on top of the vehicle that you're uh, on top of, Hans, Hamstone. And, uh, oh, does he get within 10 feet of me? Issues you a challenge. Yeah, right as he gets on, he's within 10 feet. All right. Well, that would mean uh, I believe I get a bonus, I get an attack of opportunity on him. I believe you do, too. Because I haven't used a reaction. Correct. So let's make that happen. The second he jumps up there, he goes to open his fat hobgoblin mouth, and I shove a glaive in it. Right in my fat hobgoblin mouth. No. Ooh, I don't think that's going to work. No. No. Oh, well. Um, You you stick your glaive uh, in the direction of his mouth, and he, he uh, pushes it aside with his greatsword and continues to move towards you because he doesn't have a 10-foot reach like like some crazy guys do. 
So he's just going to swing his uh, greatsword at you twice. Okay. So here we go. I can take it. Mm, mm. Uh, seven and a ten. Oh, geez. You're awful at this. Oh, yeah. That was that was not good. I laugh. Not good at all. Okay. In that case, moving on to this hobgoblin here, the one who you just bashed with uh, the butt end of your glove. Uh, he hops. Oh, no. I, I got him with the serious end of it. That was the uh, second attack. I couldn't take a bonus action. Oh, right. The butt end is a bonus action. So. Gotcha. It gotcha. doesn't matter, but... Well, he, he somehow survived the serious end. Yeah. And uh, is going to try to stab at you. This is a regular old hobgoblin, though, so... He swings with his longsword in two hands. Ooh, getting only a ten. Gross. Oh, pathetic. Just terrible. Okay, I guess these guys were affected by their dreams, because they're just... Okay, here comes bitter butt. Okay, bitter butt. Bitter butt. Bitter butt. You guys don't want to know how he got that nickname. A great meal. His bitter butt is the bitterest butt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what is he gonna do? Poop into a bucket. First of all, he has a flying speed of sixty feet, so that's pretty good. Uh, You guys just see a large, large devil. take off just erupt from the ground with big massive wings he's got to have at least like a 20 foot wingspan to support his girth um and he uh he's a horned devil which you can go ahead and make a um, a religion or arcana check to see if you recognize any of his abilities uh, but in his hands he wields a uh a very long forked weapon, uh, basically like a trident type of thing, but is clearly meant for melee combat rather than throwing. Um, And uh, he has that in one hand, and then his other hand is just a ball of fire hovering right above his fist, looking like he's ready to just throw it. I don't like it. Um, So, Jason, no. And Brad, no. Okay, so you guys just know that he's some sort of devil, but that's about it. That's all I need to know. Bobby, are you making a check? All right, what am I checking? Religion um, or arcana? Yeah. Oh, I like arcana. See if you know anything about horned devils. Oh, I know. Ooh, you do. Okay. So you see him and you're like, oh, yes, I've read about these things. Uh, first of all, they have magic resistance like most devils do. Um, they're resistant to cold. Um... They are resistant to, like, non-magical weapons that aren't silvered. So Doreen is going to be fine. Uh, they are also immune to fire and poison. That's all pretty pretty standard devil stuff. Um, these things also can see in darkness. So any warlocks out there relying on their fancy devil's sight to see through magical darkness, uh, these devils can also see through magical darkness. Really? Um Additionally, this type of devil is powerful enough that they can summon uh, devils to mm-hmm. aid them. Um, they can hurl flame with a pretty decent accuracy at a pretty far range. Um, and each hit from uh, a hurled uh, fire uh, ball of fire does about half the damage of a fireball, but only to a single target. Um and then its real danger is uh, in melee, where it has a 10-foot reach, does a lot of damage, and its tail can actually poison you. Um, actually, it wounds you. 
Uh, so you begin to bleed profusely, and uh, you could potentially, uh, you could potentially uh, die from it. What is this? Yeah, every time the uh, you take damage, then the damage dealt by the wound increases by three d six. So it's like a stacking damage over time that this thing can cause to you. Anyways, so yeah, you know pretty much everything there is to know about these guys. All right, so he flies sixty feet. And- then he he's gonna hurl a ball of flame at Glubjag. What a dink! Yeah, he sees the fire Genasi. Says, "Okay, it's probably not a good idea to throw fire at him." He sees uh, um, Hamstone, and Hamstone is just covered with hobgoblins and, and literally on a vehicle, so it's probably not a great idea. Plus two to my AC, bitch. Yeah, Glubjag though looks like a good target. So here comes he gets to make hurl flame in place of any melee attack so he actually gets to make three attacks with the hurl flame holy crap so one two three so he doesn't have advantage on any of these you do have plus two to your ac so what's your ac right now <laughs> 18 18 they're so all hits all hits for 46 damage oh damage. my god well i'm down to six hit points everyone <laughs> Retreat! <laughs> that was some hella good rolling from oh, from me. Shit. Whoa! What the hell happened? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Bitter Breath, the 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 warlord of this place, he launched himself into the air and just chucked three insanely accurate fireballs. <laughs> oh man! Uh, yeah. And Glubjug was even hiding behind a rock. He just uh, poked his head up at the wrong time and, and sure took, did took it to the dome. Oh, you know what we really need right now? Rats. <laughs> Sure do. And that's episode 60 of Rated RPG, Descent into Avernus. Our next live stream is scheduled for Friday, December 17th at 7 p.m. Central Time. You can watch it live at twitch.tv slash gamesocietypimps. Thanks to all of our amazing patrons and stream supporters since the beginning, Chris Fail, Joseph Doherty, H.D. Burke, and Jerry Vite. We want to thank Actaboy, Dung Beetle, and Manflesh, as well as our newest patron, Scott McGrath. Thank you to our level 15 bard tier supporters, Holly Summers, James Wheeler, Cheesemaster007, GBS Trek, Josh Millard, and oh, random.guy. Ah, fascinating. You can support the live stream and podcast at patreon.com slash rated RPG. There's even a special new tier where you create an NPC that the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade will meet in the game. Yeah, I'm losing my voice, which is not a good thing. But hey, uh, share the rated RPG live stream and podcast with people that you think might enjoy it. Give it a good review if you can do that wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to it and follow us on Twitter at Rated RPG Podcast. On behalf of everyone around Ye Old Gaming Table, thank you for enjoying Rated RPG.